maybe you have a need, you just want to make it known by lifting your hand to him. Lord, come by my way tonight. Father, Lord, we truly are a needy people. Lord, it's in times like these, Lord, we realize just how much we need you. Lord, we need you, Lord, in times of, of, of plenty, but we also need you, Lord, in times that there's not our normal life, things going as usual. Lord, we need you to come, Father, and comfort the hearts, lift up the spirits, Lord. Lord, help us, Lord, to think on the right things, Lord, on the Word of God. It's a Word that never fails, and it won't fail now. But, Lord, it, it still provides what we have need of, Lord. And, God, we just ask for the hands that were lifted, Lord, that you would touch each and every heart. Lord, if there be depression that's trying to fall upon someone, that that demon would be driven back tonight, Lord. Lord, if there be a sadness or a weary spirit, that will just move back and let the presence of God come into the heart, Lord, we pray. We commit this service to you, Lord. Everything to be said and done, Lord, we just give it to you for your glory and for your honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles to Philippians 4. Amen. Philippians 4 and verse 6. Amen. God is good all the time. Amen. And all the time, God is good. Doesn't matter what kind of circumstance we find ourselves in, He's still good. Amen. And still able. It says here, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Amen. I'm thankful for the God of peace. Amen. We'll let you be seated. Just this thought has been on my heart this week is, you know, how it is, your mind, the devil wants to try to get you on every sad news or bad news or every kind of thing that comes up and pops up and, and news articles or self-help, whatever. So many things that right now especially is being put out there. And, and, and so I begin to think on, on, on the word of what God told us to do. And he said, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, pure, lovely, and of good report, if there be any virtue or praise, think on these things. And I, I'd like to speak to you tonight on something worth thinking, talking, and posting about. Amen. Been posting about it. You have to update it sometimes because now that we're in the day, age we live in, there's a lot of uh, social media and, and it, it, it's got us good ways. We use it for the glory of God, but it's also got the bad things that comes along with it. It just like anything off the tree of good and of good and knowledge of good or the knowledge of good and evil, but you know I I think in this time that we're in, especially even more important than ever is to is to get to thinking about Christ, is to keep Him on your mind. You know, as we said, if there be any praise, if there be any virtue, think on these things. And you know, Brother Brandon would speak upon uh, uh, thoughts and negative thoughts and positive thoughts. And, 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 you know, right now there's plenty of negative to think about. There's plenty of negative that's thrown up in your face, uh, either by what somebody says or a text or, or a post. And, and things are getting shared around that we don't even know are really true or not, but, you know, are passed on as being the truth. But I do know one thing. This word is true. This word is, has never failed. Amen. It's, it's still producing even in this time that we're living in. You know, and he said, you know, when you have a thought coming, if it's a, a, a negative thought, he says to get it off your mind. Think on things that's positive. Never let a negative thought stop. Keep thoughts positive, Jesus. And I, I believe that there's a thought that we ought to be thinking on right now. That's Jesus. 
because what he's done for us, he's never left us alone. He's been there for us every step of the way. And I, I don't see him leaving us now. I don't see him uh, uh, moving away from us now, but he's ever with us as his word promised he would be. And he said, you know, don't think sitting there in a wheelchair or well, I'll just say whatever position or place, whether it be maybe a, a financial situation or whatever struggle, he said, don't, don't sit there thinking you're hopeless. Don't sit there thinking that you're helpless. You're not. Don't let that negative thought pass through and let, especially don't let it anchor there. He said, sometimes you can't help it from coming through your mind, but that's, that's right. But don't let it stay there. Amen. Turn to something that's positive. He said, you know, it's like an old farmer. And he said, I can't keep birds from flying over my place or my house. He said, but I, I, I can I have a double barrel shotgun. I can sure keep them from roosting. He said, you do the same thing. Don't let that thought roost there and begin to breed more negative thoughts. Amen. He says, here's a shotgun to use. You have the, both the New and Old Testament, a double barrel shotgun. And he said, it's still as potent today as it ever was. It keeps them all away. You know, blind Bartimaeus was sitting there in his blind condition in a very seemingly terrible place, and it was a terrible place, born blind. And, but he said what happened was he began to think, and he and he said thoughts begin to pass through his mind. And he's, you know, thoughts of if I could have been there when the great prophets would walk, or when I, if I could have been there, you know, for in, in the times of, of the prophets, or have one of them pray for me. And I believe Jehovah would give me a sight. And he says, you know, we sit in that same place, amen, in our meditations. And sometimes our meditations are thinking about church affiliations or our meditation is taken by work or some superstition we have in our mind. And, and, and but, if we begin, but if we can take them from that and place our meditation upon him and his presence, he will come and do the same thing he did for blind Bartimaeus. If he would do that, amen, if we could do that if we could keep him on our mind. And right, right now, Satan's having a heyday with people and their thoughts and their mind and, and the things that they're going through and be putting these sad, weary spirits of depression and things upon them. But you have to turn from that and think about what Jesus has done, what Jesus is doing, and what Jesus is going to do. Because he has come upon our, in our lives. He saved us when we was lost. He healed us when we were sick. And he's going to change this old vile body one of these days. And you notice when they was walking on the road to Emmaus, it was when they began to think on the things of God and they began speaking about him, that's when he appeared to him. Amen. We got our minds, he says, on too many things of the world. Oh my, that's true today. We got our minds on many things, too many things of the world. He said, if we could just throw that away for a moment and think about him and his soon coming, he said, there'd be more revelations and power in the church. Hallelujah. I believe that's what our, our goal and our ambition should be during this time is not to get our mind on the world events. And you know, we, we, we get informed, fine, be informed, but don't let that be all that you feed upon, all that you're uh, drawing from, but get your mind on Jesus. Turn back to the word of God and feed on the word of God and feed on the things of God and let God speak to you during these moments. Amen. We begin to think about him. He said, when we keep thinking about, you know, what am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to go do next week? Will I hold my job? Will, it, will I be, will these things be for provided? He said, get your mind off of them and think on things that are in the hands. All things are in the hands of God. Hallelujah. All things are in the hands of God. This world has not jumped out of the hands of God now and in somebody else's hands. Everything is working according to his plan. He's got it all in control. He's got it all. He put it there in place. He put the stars in the place. He put the sun in his place. And it's still there today by the spoken word of God. And if he puts you in your place... He puts you in your position. You will be held there no matter what winds of hell push against you, no matter what doubts come, no matter what floods come, you will be held there by the word of God. Amen. But we're so quick, you know, in this day to pass on the latest dire news story or the latest of what we heard how to cure something or the, or the latest worst case scenario. And, and, you know, Satan's made that very easy to pass on negative news and to feed on negative news. He said, you know, but, you know, it doesn't take long to see what people are feeding on. 
Come on now. You can look at their post history. You can look at things going on and what they're putting out. That's what they're feeding on. Amen. We need to change our diets. I've seen some of you need to change your diets. Amen. And during this time, don't feed on Fox News or CNN. Sure, be informed, but feed upon the word of God. Listen to the tapes. Read your Bible and pray. Get closer to God than you've ever been before. Change your thinking and think on the things that have virtue and praise. Amen. Satan is working overtime through news and emails. How many have gotten emails on this thing? I mean, everybody's sending out emails and bombard and whatever to send out this propaganda of fear and there's some true fear and some real thing. I'm not trying to play down on it, but listen, just because it's the internet don't mean it's true. Amen. I, I, somehow we get that in our mind because this news article popped up. It's got to be true because it's there on the internet. Amen. You know, sure, like I said, be informed, but don't let it be what you feed on. Don't let it be what you wake up to or you go to bed to. Feed on the word of God. Start feeding on what is true, and the only thing true in this hour is the word of God. Amen. And in these moments, be certain of God. Hallelujah. Listen to that tape today. Be certain of God. Be certain he can still provide no matter how bad the circumstances are. Be certain he can heal no matter the disease. Be certain he can deliver no matter the sin. Be certain he can set free. Come on now. He can set free. Amen. No matter how deep in prison you are. Walls don't hinder him. Disease won't frustrate him. Sin does not neutralize him. Devils can't stop him. He's still the same God today. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Circumstances does not change him. Sicknesses do not change him. Plagues do not change him. Hallelujah. Amen. In a famine, he provides. In stormy seas, he walks on them. Think on these things. Not on Fox News or CNN or whatever news, but on the good news. The gospel of Jesus Christ. And we also have a responsibility as Christians to publish the good news. To encourage, to lift up, to build up, to speak faith. Oh, it's easy to speak faith when you when you got a well body or speak faith when everything's going good. But in the valley, speak faith. No matter where you find yourself, speak the word of God. Because I read in my Bible, he's also the God of the hills, is also the God of the valleys. Come on now. Find it, search it out, read it, it's there. Amen, when the enemy come and said, well, we know he's the God of the hills, but he's not the God of the valleys. God came and spoke to a prophet, and he said, you, since the enemy has said that I'm not the God of the valleys, this is what's gonna happen. Hallelujah. He's the God of the good times. He's the God of the bad times. He's the God of peace at the times of peace. He's the God in the times of war. He's the God in the time of health. He's the God in the times of sickness. None of this changes who he is. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Think on these things. Hallelujah. Amen. In Philemon 1 verse 5. Amen. Speaking about Paul speaking to Philemon. He said, hearing of thy love and faith. Amen. This week, I, I want to ask some people, how many's heard of your love and faith? Have they heard of your fear and your anxieties and your depression and just posted this news article and they've heard what you found over here, what you've been researching over here, but have they heard of your love and faith? Amen. I mean, Paul wasn't even living in the time of Facebook. And he heard of this man's love and faith. Come on now. And what which thou hast toward the Lord Jesus and toward all saints, that the communication of thy faith, oh, come on now. Amen, we are to communicate something. The communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. This effectual means a powerful, active, energetic, full of knowledge of faith. For we have great joy and consolation in thy love because the bowels of the saints are refreshed by thee. Come on now. Refreshed. Uh, Let's be a refreshing Christian. 
Amen. A refreshing Christian. I, refresh means to have regain strength or energy. Or what you're putting out is that allowing somebody to regain strength. Come on, what you're putting out or what you're doing or how you're acting or how you're leading, is that, is that portraying a faith to believe that no matter what's going on, God's got this and he's gonna handle this and by you living and moving the way and acting in your actions, people are regaining strength and regaining energy. Hallelujah. It also means to exhilarate or to reinvigorate or to rejuvenate or to replenish or to revive, to stimulate, to brace up, to cheer up, to enliven, to freshen, to quicken, to restore, to revitalize, to breathe new life into. Are you a refreshing Christian? Hallelujah. I want to be accused of being a refreshing Christian. Amen. So let's move the sadness away. It's a spirit that's trying to attach itself to you during uncertain times. So to remove that, you gotta take your eyes on what's causing the problem and get your eyes on what fixes the problem. And what fixes it is turn your eyes back on Jesus. Come on now. And keep that sad spirit away from you. It's a demon. Amen. God wants us to be happy and to trust him in these times. This was shared with us, this to, I believe it was today or yesterday evening. Brother Brown, I'm speaking to a lady. He said the lady suffers with an extreme nervous condition. She's wanting prayer for her eyes because her eyes are getting dimmer and dimmer. They're going out. It's a hardening of the nerve of the eye. The optical nerve is dying, which is shutting off the light. But you're all upset about something. You're weary. You even wonder if you're actually saved. You're having trouble with that. You're doubting your experience of being saved. But I tell you now you are. But this was caused by a call, some kind of shock you've had, some news that shocked you all at once and caused that. He said, I think it was the death of your husband last fall. But he said, God bless your heart, lady. Let's move the sadness away. Everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Let's remember that tonight. Everything is going to be all right. If the economy crashes, everything's going to be all right. Whatever we lose our job, everything's going to be all right. If I find myself in sickness, everything's going to be all right. Because God will provide what I have need of in the time of my trouble. He's done it time after time after time, and he's not going to stop now. Merciful God, he said, I stand before this dear woman knowing there's a sad spirit around you, around her. Maybe there's a sad spirit around you, but hear the prayer. Amen, I ask for thy divine mercy and guidance laying my hands upon her and I charge that sad spirit to leave the woman because Christ lives. That's enough to drive the sadness away. He still lives. He's still on the throne. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He who made the promise still can keep his promise. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Hallelujah. Christ can no more take back a word than, than he said than nothing because he's God. He knows everything before he says it. And he said, I condemn the spirit that would harm this woman in Jesus' name. And I also condemn that old sad spirit that wants to come in our realms in these moments and push his way in and attach itself to some bad news or some little shakeup going on. I condemn that thing and I drive it out of homes. Drive it away from lives. I drive it away from hearts by the word of God. Think on these things. Psalms 19 verse 14 said, let the words of thy of my mouth, and today we could update it and let the words of my keyboard (laughs) and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Listen, if words we speak, people get the idea that somehow they're detached from what they post. You're not detached from what you post. People got that idea, so they'll say anything behind a keyboard, but you are very much attached to what, it shows you what you really are. 
I mean, you can see it in people as they would comment on news articles or whatever, and you can see the vileness that is there. They may be good Baptists, may be good so-called Christians, but in the, in the middle of them, amen, there's something pushing out of them. Hatred and violence and all these kind of things. They might be good message people. Come on now. And they push it out. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for my, you are my strength and my redeemer. Psalms 141 says, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth and keep the doors of my lips. Proverbs 6, 2 says, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth and thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. 13.3 says, he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Proverbs 15.4 says, a wholesome tongue or is a healing or health tongue. A healing tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. 1821 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So it's very important what we speak or what we say. Just because it's a thought that enters your mind don't mean it's a th word that's got to come out of your mouth or a word that's got to be put out there on a, on a forum somewhere or some social media. For Matthew 12, verse 37 said, for by thy words thou shalt be justified and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Amen. So we don't want a negative testimony. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He would say this many times, Brother Brandon was speaking about negative and positive. He says, if your number is called tonight in the prayer line, if God reveals your heart and speaks to you and gives you deliverance in here, don't ever have no kind of negative testimony, but only he healed you. Because right. if you do, if you one time testified to the other side, the negative side, it'll come back to you worse than it ever was. Let him this week say I'm strong. But I don't feel strong. He didn't say to him that feels strong, say you're strong. He said to him that's weak. To him that knows himself. You know in humanity, you find very quickly how fragile humanity really is. You find real quickly how fragile our lives really are. What we think are important are very fragile. And what we want is very fragile. And one day it can be there and the next day it be gone. But let him that's weak Say, I'm strong. Because it's not me that liveth, it's him that liveth within me. Just say in your heart now, I'm strong. I've now accepted Jesus as my healer. And never have a negative testimony. Just believe it. God is under obligation. And Jesus or Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father to accept you. For he's sitting there as the high priest of your confession to make good before the Father anything that he died for and that you're confessing that he done. Healing is not something that you say, well, I, I guess I believe it. I, I, I believe it. He said, that's all right. If that's the best you can do mentally. Yeah, I see. I believe. I accept it. That's, then you accept it on those basis. Keep saying it over and over. And say it out loud. Say it over and over. And just keep saying it. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. Some of you need to say, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. Amen. Say it until you actually believe it. And when you believe it, something's going to take place. Don't have a negative testimony. Every time when you confess, I feel bad, you go right straight back to the same rut you was in the beginning. There's not a man or woman here that's baptized with the Holy Spirit. But what you start your confession, I believe I've lost the Holy Spirit. I believe it's gone from me. He said, but don't never have no negative testimony because you will go right down when you do. Amen. Testify positive. Jesus healed me, I'm well. Go ahead and receive your healing. No matter what you're feeling. You go on, if you go on your feeling, then you're, going to, you're never going to receive it. You got to go back every time. Do you have a, have a negative testimony? Every time you look at your symptoms, you're falling away from it. There's not a Christian here, no matter how solid you're on your faith, if right now something happened to get a hold of you and tell you you're not a Christian, you start out there testifying, I'm not a Christian no more. You'll drop right away. You're no more Christian anymore. As soon as you testify that, you drop from grace. You 
You've fallen, but you got your own speech begins to tell what you are. And your posts tell what you are. Amen. It's a strange thing that there's so much thought of people say, well, I'm weak. My faith is not much. I'm not a very good Christian. That's just what the devil wants you to say. You're talking his language. You mustn't ever say that. Don't let your testimony be negative. Let it be positive all the time. I'm saved. I have God in my heart. I believe him with all my heart, no matter what the circumstances are. Do you believe in healing? With all my heart. And don't let your testimony be negative or your thoughts be negative. Never permit a negative thought to come in your mind if you can help it. When it starts, don't entertain it. Amen. You say, well, I can't help thoughts from coming, but you can sure stop them from staying. And that's a good thing. You can't help the thoughts when they come, but don't entertain them. No, sir. You say, Jesus Christ is my savior. All things are mine by him. I'm going to keep them. I'm going to testify them. God can only bless you as you confess he's done it for you. Amen. See, he's the high priest of your confession. Is that right? He said he's the high priest of our confession. God will make your body obey your confession. Hallelujah. God will make your body come right into what you are confessing. If you say you're a drunkard and want to drink, don't worry. You'll be one soon. If you say you're a sinner and want to sin, you'll be right at it. If you say you're a Christian, believe it all along, God will bring it. Your testimony will bring it right to you. If you believe in healing, believe that God has healed you, confess it. And God will make your body obey your confession. For he is the high priest of your confession. Sitting at the right hand of the Father, now with his own blood to make intercessions upon our confession. Amen. Go out and testify. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. Amen. God will make you, her body obey what you speak. Amen. So, something to think about, to talk about, or to post about. Let me give you some thoughts to start thinking. Maybe Fox News has got you thinking all kinds of stuff and CNN and who knows what else that gets passed around. But let's just put all that out of our mind. For good. Put it all out of our mind. Let's start thinking these thoughts. I'm saved. I'm his. And I belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm saved. I'm his. And I belong to Jesus. I'm forgiven, I'm redeemed, I'm justified, I'm bought with a price, I'm purchased. My body is his temple. You need to let the devil know, my body is his temple. My mind is his. My heart is his. Everything that I am is his. I belong to Jesus. I didn't never belong to the devil. Yes, I was caught in his old web one day, but that don't mean I ever belonged to him. But I always belonged to God because I was in his mind before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. You know, I had something today happen on WhatsApp. Somebody put me in their big group. It was a church group. It was obviously what they was doing. A friend of mine, a brother, was making a church group where he, it was called encouragement. And he was making this big group. And I could tell all the ones besides me and him and, and maybe a couple others I knew, but I, I didn't know any other phone numbers. And so I didn't say anything. And it wasn't just for a few moments, maybe an hour later, all of a sudden it said he, he's kicked you out or whatever it says, you know, deleted you or removed you from this chat. So I texted him. I said, well, that didn't take long. <laughs> I said, I'm sure glad you're not God. And he laughed about it. He said, no, he said, I was in my study, studying and my wife was doing this for me because we're trying to make a group for our church to send out encouragement and do everything we can to encourage the people. He said, you just better be thanking God, thanking God she's not God. <laughs> Amen. And I'm thankful that old fragile human beings are not God. They can't, they, you know, a man can change his mind about you. He can put you in a group one day and not, not that this brother meant to do this or, or put you out of a group. He can kick you, make you a friend one day. The next day, you're not his friend. He can love you one day and hate you the next. That's human. But God's not that way. 
If he had a thought about you at the beginning, nothing has changed his thought about you. Sickness don't change his thoughts. Amen. Sin don't change his thoughts. Demons can't change his thoughts. There's nothing that can remove you from the thoughts of Almighty God. If he said he's mine at the beginning, your mind through a plague, your mind through trials, your mind through death, your mind through everything the devil can throw at you, you are mine. I belong to Jesus. I'm bought and purchased. My body is his temple. I have eternal life. These are thoughts worth thinking. I have access to God. I'm inseparable from Christ. I'm more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. I'm more than a conqueror. He will renew my strength. I have value in God's eyes. I am the apple of his eye. I'm accepted in Christ. God will meet my needs. I I made the righteousness of God. I'm loved by God and he cares for me. Oh, I ought to give you strength tonight to know he cares for you. If his eyes are upon the sparrow and not one can fall to the ground and he not know about it. Oh my, he said, you're much more worth than, the, than a couple of little bitty birds. Amen, you are this purchase price of his blood and he cares for you. You're loved by God. And he's not forsaking you. That's the devil trying to tell you that. I'm an overcomer. The Lord is my strength. He is my deliverer. And he will strengthen me. He is my defense. He is my refuge. He is my peace. He is my mediator. And he is working all things for my good. Oh, there ought to be some dancing taking place in some homes right now. He is working all things for my good. I am his workmanship. He completes me. I have a sound mind in the body of Christ. I'm needed. He will keep me. He is mine. He is my shepherd, and I am his sheep. Oh, hallelujah. We ought to have some good posts now. Amen. He wants my fellowship. He loads me daily with good benefits. He brought me abundant life. He is my sufficiency. He will never overload me. Come on, dwell on those things for a moment. This is the scripture. He will never overload you. He said, I'll not put on you more than you can bear, but I will make a way of escape. I'm thankful in this moment, there's a way of escape. In this moment, you ought to run to Jesus Christ. Run with him to him with your whole heart. Hallelujah. He will keep me. I have living water. Amen. Amen. (laughs) And I am his friend. Hallelujah. 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 People... Got Facebook friends, I'm his friend. I'm his branch. I bear his fruit. I'm in Christ. I am one spirit with him. I am complete in him. He is my high priest. Come on now. He is my high priest. He is the author and finisher of my faith. He who has started this is going to finish it. He who said, let there be, is going to say, let it be finished. Amen. He is not ashamed of me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, he is my brother. He is my healer. He hears my prayers. He answers my prayers. The Lord is my help. He is my peace provider. He is my help in time of trouble. He will comfort me. His grace is all sufficient. He will never, ever leave me or forsake me. And sin has no dominion over me. Oh, come on now. And let's just put it out there. Disease has no dominion over us. He broke the back of Satan and every disease he could put out. And he wrote in his word, I'm the Lord God that heals all. That encompasses every disease. Write it in there. All that disease. Sin has no dominion over me. I've been quickened from the dead. I'm an heir of God. Oh, a refreshing Christian. I have an inheritance. And no weapon formed against me will prosper. 
Oh, write it down. No weapon against me will prosper. He wants me to prosper. God's, God sent trials are for my good. Therefore, in the middle of my trial, I, can, I am blessed. I can be happy. And I'm blameless in him. Amen. I was listening to Brother Branham today speaking of Job and the sacrifice that he offered. He knew he had offered a sacrifice and we know in this day, we have a perfect sacrifice. We're found blameless in him. Therefore, the forgiveness that I receive is the forgiveness I can give. I can forgive others. Right now is a good time to start forgiving people. Some of you held on to those things way too long. You don't want to be caught, with the, caught dead with those things. Amen. You don't want to be caught with them. Therefore, I will not avenge myself. And I have assurance. He will keep me. Amen. <laughs> How many's got that assurance? Yes. If I fall and make a mistake, I will get up. Because I am called. I am chosen. And he is faithful. I belong to a priesthood. I am a written epistle. I can do what I need to do through Christ. I can ask in his name and he'll answer me. If I submit and resist Satan, he will flee from me. When I overcome, I inherit all things. He will change my body. He will never leave me. In his presence is fullness of joy. He will preserve me. And I was thinking today as I listened to the Be Certain of God. And in that time, there was a little woman that was preparing her last meal. And, and she was making her last meal before her and the boy was going to starve to death. But Brother, Brother Man spoke. He said a prophet was sent out of the mountains where he'd been fed by some ravens in a brook. And God said, go to a certain town. And in this certain town, you'll find a certain woman and, and ask her to make you a meal. And, and when he came and she was standing there and she was gathering the last few sticks and gathering the last bit of meal and the last bit of oil to make a last cake for the last meal and it was going to be over with and seemingly going to die. God asked her a request. Give it to me. Trust me. Can you trust me? Maybe some of you tonight he's asking you, can you trust him? Can you give him all that you got? Can you give him everything? Can you give him your finances and your house and your job and your worries and your fretting and your, and your mind battles and your, your depression and everything. Give it to him. Give it to him and see what he can do with it. She gave her, she made that last cake and gave it to that prophet. She, Brother Brown said she must have been, I believe he said something like this, he said of the same material as Elijah. She believed in the middle of a crisis. And you've been asked to believe. Not doubt, not post doubts and fears and, and worries and this, that, and the other. I mean, we can, we can preach faith during faith times. Oh, we can preach it. But what about faith during a time of crisis? What about speaking faith in the time that, that, my goodness, toilet paper's gone and things off the store's gone and situations are happening, maybe losing jobs, and I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is nobody, God hadn't left and left somebody else in charge. He still got it in control. He's the one that spoke this thing into existence. He's going to bring it back down to the right kind of end and the right time. And although it's in his hands, it's not mine. It's not in any government. It's not in anybody's hand. It's only in his hands. And she gave him the last. And then in turn, he gave her a meal barrel that wouldn't run out. And a cruise, oil cruise, a jug, or whatever they use, a little, maybe a pottery. And every time she'd go back, there'd be more there. He's Jehovah Jireh. And he's still Jehovah Jireh today. It don't matter what's going on. He still will provide. <laughs> he will change my body. He will never leave me. In his presence is fullness of joy. So if you found yourself out of joy, get back in his presence. 
Amen. That's the solution. You know, quit, quit worrying about the problem and start looking to the solution. The solution is if you found yourself out of joy, because he said in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Get back to his presence. Whatever it takes, pray, read your Bible, seek God in these times. Amen. And God is the fullness of joy. He will preserve me. He will hold me with his right hand and help me. And therefore, I will be delivered from my enemies. I have help in trouble and I am delivered in trouble. He will deliver me from sickness and affliction. I have divine guidance. I have divine protection. This is your Bible. Amen. He makes me dwell in safety. I will lay down in peace and sleep. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Just got a text from a brother the other day that said he was having to take something to sleep and to pray for him. We prayed and reported back. He said, I didn't need any of it. I've been sleeping all through the night. Hallelujah. Works in a very stressful job. He makes me dwell in safety. And I will lay down in peace and sleep. It don't mean the rest of the world's going to be at peace, but you can be at peace. Amen. It doesn't mean you can only sleep in peaceful times. Amen. David would sleep in some unpeaceful times. Amen. He giveth his beloved sleep. When thou liest down, thy sleep shall be sweet. This is promises of God. I am an attribute of God. God predestined me to this age, predestinated me to this age. No one can take my place. I came from the mind of God. I'm a growing Christian. His presence is with me. I have his presence when I feel nothing. Therefore, I will not fear cancer. He rejoices over me. I am the object of his love. I bring God pleasure. I belong to his kingdom. I will not fear failure. I'm part of a glorious church. Therefore, I won't hold grudges. I must and will have perfect love. I will love like Jesus loved. I'm a vessel of mercy prepared in the glory. I am called a child of God. My angel is always with me. Glory to God. And if God be for me, who can be against me? Heaven is my home. The rapture's for me. The marriage supper, I got a predestinated chair. The millennium is for me. The holy city is my future home. Amen. And this ought to be the post of the day. When there is no more devil, I'll still be here. Hallelujah. When there's no more cancer, I'll still be here. When there's no more diseases, I'll still be here. When there's no more fear and no more heartache and no more sorrow and no more goodbyes and peace forevermore, I will still be here. Think on these things. Let this be your mind. Let this be your thoughts. Let this be what you dwell on. Maybe in the last few days, weeks, whatever, you've been thinking on the wrong things. Turn your mind to Jesus. We got a marriage supper to go to. We got a lot of things to look forward to. <laughs> As I've said before, and I'll say it again, and in, in Timothy he says, in the last days, perilous times shall come. The last days for who? The devil wants you to get your mind that it's your last day or you're the last moments and you're about to die or you're about to do this or whatever. The last day's for who? This is not my last day. No, no. I got a whole eternity to look forward to. Got a millennium to look forward to. Got a marriage supper to look to. A millennium, a whole eternity. I have a time of coming back onto this earth, this earth, and walking on the ashes of the wicked and bringing this earth back to its rightful position. We got a lot to look forward to. Quit looking at all the bad stuff and start looking forward, looking forward to what you look forward to. Amen. Start looking at what's really important, what's really real. Amen. All this stuff, you don't know if it's real or not real. You don't know if it's fake news or good news or bad news. You don't know nothing about it. You don't know if it's truly somebody that posted it or somebody that made it up. We don't know. But I know one thing. There's a God who's vindicated this word. 
and he's living in this day and he has a bride here upon this earth that's believing the word no matter how dark it may get and your eyes may be getting darker and darker and darker but what is it? It's that old weary sad spirit trying to get on you. Arise and shine. It's not, amen, it's not doom and gloom to the bride. It's shalom. The light is dawning upon you. Let's drive that old sad sadness away. Let's drive that old weary. I got a lot to look forward to. I got a party to go through. And it's going to be a wonderful day. It's going to be a day with no more end, no more goodbyes, no more sorrow, no more depression, no more fear. The fear will be erased from my thoughts, from my vocabulary, from everything. It'll be gone, buried, burned in the fire of God. What a day we got to look forward to. In the middle of all this, a rapture about to take place. Things are happening. And the devil's saying, well, it's all bad news. It's all bad things. You got to, this is happening over here. This virus is going rampant. This is happening over here. This one's over here. That one's going. And boom, 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 boom. It seems like things on every hand. But don't get your eyes off what's important. When there's no more devil, you'll still be here. You'll still be shouting on the hills of glory. You'll still be singing the praises of God. Oh, when the redeemed are gathering him. I'm looking for that time. And that time is any time and any moment. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads. Think on these things. Get your mind out of the hole of Laodicea. Get your eyes off the vision of Laodicea. Quit posting your fear and the fear mongering and things that's happening. It don't do any good. There's no virtue in that. People lose strength. But be a refreshing Christian. Be somebody that when you speak, people are energized. What's finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just and pure and lovely and of a good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. And the God of peace shall be with you. The God of peace. He's a peace giver. He's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's whatever you have need of. Maybe just in your home, wherever you are, just take a moment. Turn your eyes back on Jesus. Turn it away from that thing. That, maybe you've been feeding on your phone, news, and whatever. Emails. Listen, the, this world in the best of circumstances is not a good world to live in. But we're going to a good world to live in. Don't forget it. Don't forget where we're headed. Any moment, any time, those dead in Christ arise and we'll go to meet Him in the air. These things are true. These things are honest. These things are just, pure, and lovely, and of a good report. And I challenge you tonight, whose report do you believe? I think about all the things that's been preached leading up to this. God getting us ready for these moments. People of the book and the land of the book. Promises of God has been put before you. Whose report do you believe? The Lord, a man of war. In the middle of your crisis, 
don't forget who he is. He's a pillar of fire among us. He hasn't left us. He still gives visions. He still gives dreams. He still works the supernatural. He still moves. Don't forget who he is. Maybe tonight you want to just say, Lord, I'm sorry I forgot you. My eyes have been on other things and I've been feeding on the other rounds. Lord, in this moment, I want to turn my eyes to you. Turn your eyes on Jesus. Turn it to him. He's here for you. So, Brother Timothy, I'm in a prison. Well, he's still in the prison. Door open in business. You can walk out of that prison today. So, well, I, I have a sickness. Well, he's still a healer. He hasn't left the job of healing. Well, I, I got, I, I've got uh, this unsettledness, this fear, this depression. He's still the joy giver. Turn your eyes on him. Look full into his face. Let the things of this world go grow strangely dim. Let it fade away. Don't forget who he is and what he can do and what he's doing. Lord Jesus, Lord, in these moments, our eyes get on the wrong things. Like Peter, we begin to look at the winds and the waves and the crashing around the boat, the disciples begin to fear. But all the time, Lord, you was in the boat. And all the time, you was walking on the water to Peter. Oh God, don't let us forget who you are. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Times don't change you. Circumstances don't change you. Sickness don't change you. Persecution don't change you. Lord, troubles don't change you. You're still Jehovah Jireh. Lord, there's some that need some provisions in these moments. Even now, Lord, may you provide. Open up the way, I pray. Just as you did for that little woman as she made her last cake. She no doubt wrote her last little bit of money out, as it were. Lord, to pay her last bill. Oh, God, may we not give up hope during these times. May we not give up our peace during these times. May we not give up, Lord, our inheritance of what we fought so hard for during these times. But, Lord, let us press to the mark of the high calling. Lord, and speak faith. Believe faith. Live faith. Oh, God, strengthen your children, Lord. Let the light of God, the shalom, the light, peace, and good morning fall, Lord, upon every home and every being. Even now, as we speak the word, may the weariness and the spirits of sadness be driven back. Lord, and they see you, that you're still there on the water. You're still on the stormy seas. You're there in the midst of the storm. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonder. Words. 
let that be all you look at. Let that be your focus, His face. And the things of this world
Lord.